I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's poppin' everybody? It's It's Too Real, the podcast. We back for another week. I hope everybody's good out there. I hope everybody's enjoying themselves. Summer's here, man. Keep your head up. You know what I mean? Whatever you're going through, you already know it's going to get better. Um, Man, tough start to the week, man. It's a tough start for hip-hop. You know what I mean? We, we lost we lost a legend today. You know what I mean? Prodigy of Mob Deep, Albert Johnson. Fuck, man. That's... It's crazy, man. He finally um gave in to sickle cell, man. Sickle cell. Well, we don't know the tr- the the real cause of death right now, but you know um, he he did go into a sickle cell crisis three days ago after a show in Vegas. You know what I mean? He was just on tour actually. The show was with like a whole bunch of hip hop legends, Onyx, uh, I think KRS One, um, a couple guys like that. You know what I mean? From the from the from the nineties in New York and shit. So yeah, man. It's, um, sad, sad shit, bro. Um, yo, we like we all know in hip hop since since hit him up, you know what I mean. Prodigy been battling with sickle cell, you know what I mean, and it's crazy. If you ever read Prodigy's book, Prodigy's book, The Infamous Life, you really get a a good take on his life and you get to know everything about him. You know what I mean. I, I was fortunate enough to read that book, like dope book, man, dope book, man. It gives you his take on hip hop in the '90s, how he grew up in Queens, Long Island, and left rack. You know, in Queensbridge. Like, you just get to really know who he is outside of the music. You know what I mean? For those that didn't listen to Mob Deep all the time, man. He's just a good, good nigga. You know what I mean? Stand-up guy. Um, but it's just crazy because this sickle cell thing has been... It's, it's since a kid, he's been battling this, man. He's had these crises since a kid. He, you know what I mean? Like, he he battled so much, man. So it's like the fact that he had to go out to this so young is it's really sad. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. I think everybody should just pick up the My Infamous My Infamous Life book so you can understand what he was going through. You know what I mean? He used to pee to bed and stuff. Like, he couldn't get up out of his bed some days. He'd just be in crazy pain. He couldn't do things a lot of other kids wanted to do. He couldn't play sports. His mother wouldn't let, like, you know what I mean? Sick cell really hindered and ruined his life, man. You know what I mean? And it's something that we a lot of us got to educate ourselves about, you know what I mean? Sick cell anemia because in um. I'm African, you know what I mean, and I've seen a lot of, a lot of, a lot of families be destroyed because of sickle cell. A lot of relationships be destroyed, you know what I mean. Like as crazy as it sounds, um, I've 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 known multiple people that couldn't get married because before the marriage, they were been together for years, but before they got married, they decided to go do a health check and a um, background check, and they both found out they had AS. One of them, they were AS carriers, you know what I mean, sickle cell. And in Nigeria, they take that very serious, you know what I mean? They didn't allow them to get married. A lot of people said don't get married because you don't want to put your kid through that. You know what I mean? When when your kid grows up, you're AS carrier or SS carrier, and then you, you marry somebody, and then your, your kid basically has like a three out of four chance of having sickle cell, and then your kid's going to be battling for for his or her life, for the rest of her life, and nobody wants to do that. So I've seen this thing. It, it it kills black people, man. It's it's something that's frequent in black people. I don't know why, but it, it's always it's always troubling black people. You know what I mean? For it to for it to take this man out at forty two years old, and you always hear people, oh, when you got money, you can live with it. Forty two is very young, man. Like that's that's very young to die and with money. 
You know what I mean? So condolences to his wife, Kiana, his son, Havoc, the whole Queens Bridge, you know what I mean? Like, Prodigy, like, he was one of the early guys in the 90s, man, that him and, him and Havoc that, that carried the torture hip-hop for New York, you know what I mean? They brought him, Nas, AZ, they brought that, they, that Queens Bridge was really, was really lit, man. They brought that whole Thun language, you know what I mean? Like, he's a pioneer, man. He's had beef with Jay. I, we all remember when he signed to G on it. Like, he's been around 20 plus years. Beef with Nori, like, beef with Pac. Like, he's a pioneer. He's a staple in hip hop. It's kind of hard to to talk about hip hop in the 90s without talking about Mob Deep. You know what I mean? Stuff like Shook Ones, um, the Hell on Nerve album, you know, like, stuff like that. When you, when you, when you think about it, it's just, like, hard to talk about it. To take, you can't. You can't. A lot of things wouldn't happen if Mob Deep weren't there. So you can't tell the story without saying, "Yo, remember when this happened with Mob Deep? Remember when Pac said this? Remember when these guys got into it? Uh, they got into it with CNN. You know what I mean? There's so many things. He, Prodigy's got history in the game, man. You know what I mean? And um, last week, early last week, Jay, Jay was on Twitter, and he was um, naming a lot of the artists he. That inspired him. You know what I mean? Not he named all the artists that he felt they inspired him from Rock Kim all the way down to T Grizzly and Playboy Cardi. You know what I mean? So he named a whole bunch of guys, but he never named Mob Deep. You know what I mean? Obviously the beat they had beef. Like they had a real beef. Prodigy was always talking shit about Jay um, in the book. You know what I mean? He mentioned it. You know what I mean? A lot. Those a lot. Those are real beef between them. Not that it never got physical, but I'm sure in hindsight Jay would have would have put Mob Deep and Prodigy's name down. You know what I mean? Because it end of the day it's, it's now he's dead you can't really co it, it doesn't really look as right for you to be like yeah i was inspired by these guys rest in peace da, 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 da. but you know what i mean because he did put a lot of names on that list that he did have beef with you know what i mean but that just goes to show you that life is short you know what i mean and when you want to carry a grudge or you want to or you may not even be carrying that grudge anymore but you don't you don't make up with that person you know what i mean you guys have been estranged for a long time had beef or just weren't talking, and then you're like, you know me, I'm gonna talk to that nigga ten years from now. We gonna talk when we see each other, and people die. You know what I mean? So it's something to really think about. So you gotta say what you want to say to people, cause you never know, man. You never know. You don't want to ever let somebody leave this earth without you, without you saying what you want to say to them and being on bad terms when it, when it's something petty. You know what I mean? But once again, man, rest in peace to Prodigy, man. Like hip hop legend, man. We can't. There's nothing we can. The HNIC, man. Don P, you know what I mean? We there's nothing we can we just everybody should read the My Infamous Life book, man. Like you can really get a good take on who this guy was, uh, his history, the whole dance academy. You can find out why Jay put him on the summer summer jam screen. He was from a, his his grandmother was like a legendary, had a legendary dance academy in New York. You know what I mean? Where he met Shanti and Tina Davis. A lot of people used to come through there. Michael Jackson, like he met a lot of people, like Gary Coleman. Like he's from a like a respected family, man. Like. He's a he's a he's a pioneer for the game, man. So once again, rest in peace to Prodigy Albert Johnson, man. God bless him. God be with his family. And sick of some, man. We gotta we gotta we gotta find ways find ways to just keep ourselves healthy and, and just be more. Find a way to be more, man. Aware, man. You know what I mean. A lot of people don't even know what they're what they're carrying. You know what I mean. A lot of people don't know if they have their AS or SS. You know what I mean. We should just be we should we should have some knowledge about that, man. But yeah, rest in peace to Prodigy. Um, man, just on staying on hip hop, man. Staying on like um legends, man. Uh, over the weekend, I watched I watched All Eyes on Me, the Tupac biography, man. I tried to 
when I watched the movie, I tr- I've actually watched it twice. I watched it once in the theater, and then I watched it once on the Android box just to make sure that I felt the same way. You know what I mean? And um, if you know me personally, man, you know I'm a, I'm a big Tupac fan. I love Tupac for his music. I love Tupac for his acting, for everything about him. His his mind, his revolutionary thoughts, man, just, just the things he stood for. You know what I mean? And, yo, I tried to watch it. When I watched this movie, I wanted to... Keep out what everybody was saying. Take out what 50 was saying. Um, Jada Pink. Everybody that criticized the movie. But you can't you can't help but watch this movie and feel that it's like a TV movie. You know what I mean? You know when they do those TV biographies? The best TV biography I ever watched was the Jackson American Dream. You know what I mean? That's about the Jackson 5 and Michael Jackson. And they made it a series. You know what I mean? It's not a movie. The same thing they did with the new edition. And that's my my big argument with the Tupac movie. I really think this should have been a series. You've um, you've ruined a part of Pac's legacy. Not the not a part that Pac could control. But for those that don't know Tupac and the first perception of Tupac that they watched and got from this movie, it's just watered down and fake. Like you commercialize the man. It, 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 it's sad, man. It's sad. Um, Tupac, Tupac lived like a Tupac. First of all, without when you want to talk about Tupac, you got to talk about his mother. You know what I mean? And you got to explain who his mother was. And if you want to talk about who his mother was, you got to explain who Matula Shakur was. You know what I mean? You got to explain what the Black Panthers were about. You know what I mean? And the movie just starts off with Tupac there with his um with his with Phoenix Shakur, Matula Shakur being on the run, like just right away, just like that, just like that, like. You don't really get to understand what they are, who they are. So those that don't know about them being Panthers, you're not going to understand that these people were robbing banks. These people were were kidnapping people, trying to free um, political prisoners and do all types of things like that. You're not They're not giving this, this backdrop. They just put you in the fire and make you just, all right, they're Black Panthers. So those that don't know that, and it's just, it's just yo, there's, you can't rush, um, you can't rush greatness. You can't rush a legacy. Tupac died at 25. And his life, we know, his life is so fascinating. Those 25 years, we know so much. There's so much content with this guy's life in only 25 years that it could not be rushed in two hours. You know what I mean? Like, the acting was horrible. There's no A-list act- actors. You need, see, this is the thing. Okay, first, let me let me just finish my, my, my thing about the rushing Tupac's life. Tupac was born in jail. We didn't get to see that. Like, there's things that made his story just so fascinating. You know what I mean? His mother was pregnant in jail. Um, basically, Tupac grew up in New York for a while, moved to Baltimore, and moved to Oakland. We know that. This movie simulated Tupac's life in New York, in Baltimore and Oakland, into like a 15-minute window. How? How? Like, how can we get those experiences that he was going through? The poverty, they were running from police, the FBI, people trying to get them. Like, how are you going to just... They didn't even put any of this stuff in the movie. You just, all right, he lived in Baltimore. He lived in Oakland. He lived, like... No, you can't do that. Like, this is why it should have been a series. And the thing is just... Obviously, it's a, it's a business. You got to make your money. Um, I'm sure that the guy probably spent 2 to $3 million on this movie. And then the first week, I think they did $27 million, which is a great success. And... The reason you're going to do that, even though the movie's shit, is because of how much weight Tupac's name holds. You have the rights of a legend in, in, in all music, in all of the world, like one of the most influential people ever to touch this world. You're going to 
really just make sure you make a two-hour movie about him instead of making a whole eight to ten-hour series so people can understand the chapters of Tupac's life. You can't rush the Digital Underground chapter of his life. You don't even show Tupac's best friend Stretch. Like, you don't, like, there's a lot of things you don't even get to see. You know what I mean? Like, they, even Jada Pinkett came out and said that a lot of the stuff in the movie about, like, Tupac, the poem about Jada, she never saw it until Tupac was dead. Tupac never ever told her that he was moving to um, to Oakland. He just had to go. You know what I mean? So it's like they really just wanted to throw all the shit in there, mix it in, and just like, yo, let's just get this bag. Like that's it was about the money, man. They his mother died, and then the movie comes out like six months later. They they the, this movie is horrible, man. And as far as like a biography, man, like I I don't think this is trash. Like it's it's supposed to be a TV movie. It's a disrespect to a legend. Somebody like, man, it doesn't even make sense. Like, Tupac is that polarizing. Like, his life is that complex. Like, you could really stretch it out. But you wanted to put into a two-hour and 20-minute movie so you can just make your millions and, and, and not care about the legacy. It, it, it's bad, man. It's disrespectful. You had Tupac looking like a buster in ways. Like, obviously, Shook was the big dog. But it's just, there's just, like, Tupac was just, like, a chump. Like, when they tried to put the whole Haitian Jack situation, have Tupac um, linking up with Haitian Jack. And it's like, he's just really there begging him to be friends like literally jack and then they they rushed the whole situation like in real life biggie warned tupac about the whole chilling with haitian jack and they're dangerous and they just rushed it like they just put the whole conversation man people need to see this movie just to see how shit it is you know what i mean i'm, I'm disappointed in that movie man like it, it's a stand on the legacy of a legend a legend that like hip-hop's hip-hop's king like he's a king you know what I mean? And for them to do that to this movie is disrespectful, man. The BET New Edition movie was was really good because they took time. You get to see the details. You can't rush, you can't rush somebody's life like this, like Tupac, into into two hours, man. It's impossible. It's impossible. We're still talking about Tupac being dead today. Like, there's so many things about this guy that you could, you guys just rushed. Tony Danza was writing him in jail. So many people were writing him in jail. The the beef with Dolores Tucker. You like. There's so many things that were not in this movie that really helped shape hip-hop. And that's like, oh, man. The best part about the movie is them showing you, like, you know, Tupac's videos, obviously, because they had the license to the music. So you get to see, you get to really remember how great of an artist Tupac was. Like, when they said, oh, all you do is call women bitches and hoes, and, he, and he, then he dropped, keep your head up. You know what I mean? Then when he's talking about Brenda's got a baby. like This is when you get to see... Like, that's the only part of the movie you get to remember, man. Pac was such a legend. He was His pen was so nice. He could write, write a song for any moment. You know what I mean? But the movie's shit. It's, it's a disrespect to Tupac. And for those that actually knew Pac and were saying, yeah, this is a good movie, that, I, think that's, I think that's horrible. Like, I, think, I think you guys are just saying that. You guys got some consulting checks. You got, your pit, you got your bag. But this is not it. And we've seen so many people come out and, and denounce the movie. I think LT Hutton and um, Benny Boom should be disgraced and ashamed of themselves. Like, you're never going to see them have, have the rights to anything else after this. That's it. It can be looked at as a success based off, the, based off the money being made. But as far as legacy, as far as we haven't got nothing from Tupac since Tupac Resurrection and all this Tupac versus Biggie. Like, this is what you give us, you know what I mean? It's it's sad. It's sad, man. But um, rest in peace to Pac and, man... Uh, you're he's a legend. I hope his legend is not staying so bad by this movie. But that movie is hot shit, basura, trash. Yeah, man. Some more bad news in the culture, though. You know what I mean? Um, podcast world. 
I know we all know by now, Tax Stone pleaded guilty. So he's awaiting sentencing. You know what I mean? That's 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 bad news, man. Um obviously right now the murder charge didn't come down, so it looks like he's gonna come home eventually, but Man, but we miss tax, man. Wednesdays haven't been the same. Tax season podcast, I still go back and listen to it. It's legendary. So many jewels. So much, man. Like, he yo, he did in, in such a short period of time. Tax don't change the game, man. He changed the podcast game. He changed entertainment. He, he helped change rap. You know what I mean? Like, the way people were, were, were giving things. Like, yeah, man, he was such a big influencer. So it's sad to see him go out like this. You know what I mean? I know he's... Pr- and then man, he's taxes tax, so I know he's he he's prepared for every situation he went to he went through. So I know he ain't probably feeling bad. Obviously, he misses home, you know what I mean. But the whole situation is just tragic, man. Uh, a life was lost. Um, lives lives are being altered right now, and it's just sad, man. Like somebody like that, that much power, that much influence, for it to go out to end like this, man. It's it's fucked up, you know what I mean. But um, keep taxing your prayers, you man. Rest in peace, banger, man. Hope this whole the whole thing just goes well for everybody. I hope everybody gets as best as it could be. You know what I mean? Like, it's already a bad situation, but I hope they can get the best out of the situation, man. Hope tax can get as little time as possible. Even though you know how these judges are, he's a, he's a repeat felon. So you know what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to it, but hold your head, tax, man. Um, yeah, man. Even even. Another another shit like um what's it called the the court system just crazy man, um Philando Castile you know what I mean that's the video that we we are, the the lady was Facebook streaming live, and she was on Facebook live and they got, they got stopped by a cop and her boyfriend um decided to tell the cop that you know he was uh that he had a car he had a he had a weapon in the in the the glove compartment and when he went to get it he got shot like like four or five times and he died and this is on um. Facebook Live, you know what I mean, and he still he wasn't found guilty. It's just sad, man. Uh, I think they they said it, there's been over thousands of police shootings in like the last two years, and only three convictions. God is not asleep, man. That's the only thing I can say. Um, the system's corrupted in America. The system's corrupted around the world. Um, these police officers are killing people, whether on camera, off camera, evidence pointing to them killing the person without having to. And still not being tried, you know. What I mean, I mean, still not being found guilty, not doing any time, going home, getting paid, and just it's 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 sad. It's disgusting. It's actually sad. It's weird. Like, yo, you actually get to see it on Facebook Live. You can watch the video. You can see the cop being nervous and panicking, and then for him not to get tried, it's just like, did you not see that, or am I just bugging? Did I not? Did I? Am I bugging? Did I? Did I see something that I didn't see? You know what I mean? But it's just how it is. The system will really look you in your eye and, and boldface tell you, yo, I'm fucking you right now. You know what I mean? So it's sad. You know what I mean? Rest in peace to Flanders Castile. Rest in peace to all the black men being killed by cops. All the people being killed by cops, man. And the fact that there's no justice. One one person that doesn't sleep is God, man. So you just can't forget that, man. You know what I mean? When when when, when you know what I mean? When the, the devil gets his day, man, he gets his day. So it's crazy. There is a saying that goes, every day for the thief, every day for the thief, one day for the owner. You know what I mean? Niggas rob every day. Niggas do it. That You can do whatever you want to do every day. But one day, that owner is going to, he's going to get his. You know what I mean? And, and right now, we being oppressed so badly. You know what I mean? So, rest in peace, Philando Castile. Like, that 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 doesn't even make sense. Like, three convictions out of a thousand shootings. And it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, but... 
that's just that's just the the world we're living in right now. We gotta we gotta find a way to maneuver and keep it keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Um, O.J. Simpson's trying to get out. He has a parole hearing on July twentieth. I doubt that's I doubt that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? They're gonna make him sit. Like I know the board's gonna be like, nah, nigga, nah. If O.J. gets out, I'll be shocked. After all that's come out, they know he's about to make bank. And O.J. come out, he's gonna tell the story. He's gonna write books. He's gonna do all that. You know what I mean? Um. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I don't see him getting out. I just see them like really saying, nah, you're not you're not rehabilitated yet. You know what I mean? But hopefully OJ can get out, man. Everybody gets deserves a second chance, third chance. Nigga stole his own shit back and got over twenty years. You know what I mean? People are judging him for something he was found innocent for. So we can't really um we can't really have any faith in the system. Yeah, man, but on another note, um Hove's dropping an album. Um the 444 shit visual album. That's what we keep seeing a lot of stuff going around. I'm happy for it. I don't think, I don't know, just just the vibe I'm getting from Hove right now. I don't think he's going to be on that Basquiat shit that, I think he's going to be, I don't know, I think he's going to be talking some street shit, some real shit, some life life goal shit, you know, just giving you game. I don't think it's going to be any commercialized, like talking paintings and just art rap. You know what I mean? I think he's going to give you that Hove Father the son talk to you rap, you know what I mean? That that whole rap man. So I'm I'm excited for that. Yo, it's been pretty some good music's been out of recent, man. Um Khaled dropped that um that Wild Thoughts with Rihanna um uh, and Bryce Tiller. I'm fucking with that, man. I don't know if y'all fucking with that, but I'm fucking with that. Them he did the Maria Maria fucking um I don't want to call it remix, remake. Yeah, man, with Bryce Tiller and 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 um Rihanna, that joint, that joint goes. Da, 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 da. And then, and then, and then, and then, yo, I fuck with Rihanna, man. I, I used to like. I never had a problem with her, but I always love women with fat asses. Like, just, just so much. You just gotta have a fat ass. But like, I've, I've come around over the last year to her, man. Like, fat ass or not, she, she's just got sex. She's got sex appeal, man. She's very sexy. You just look like she just look into your eyes and you just get lost. You know what I mean, like. I was watching um the first episode of American Gods and um Rihanna reminds me of that joint. There's a girl on there. I think her name's like Billiquy. She was fucking the nigga and she, her her pussy just swallowed the nigga up. Like you know what I mean? Like he literally just disappeared into her pussy. Like I could see Rihanna just doing that. Like just fucking you and you just disappear in her pussy and never come back. Like <laughs> like she's a goddess, man. But yeah, that that song's fire, man. I like that song. Um. Yo, shout out to my boy Swanson, man. Um, I'm, I'm fucking with that Two Chains album. Um, Pretty Girls Like Trap, man. I, I like it. Like I said, man, I love. I I think Two Chains can rap his ass off, but I just never gone out of my way to listen to music. But you know, this is what Apple Music is for now. You know what I mean? It's something somebody drops, you you go listen to it. And I think Two Chains, Two Chains can go. Two Chains, the album can go. Pretty Girls Like Trap music, man. Um, Nicki, Nicki had a Nicki, Nicki had a, a decent feature on there. Let me not even say decent. Nicki had a. a, a a nice feature on there. She was spitting that shit on there. You know what I mean? I like that. Um, the song with Ty Dolla John, Ty Dolla Sign, I fuck with that. Big Amount with Drake, I fuck with. Yo, 2 Chainz got some joints. I can't lie. The Gucci Mane joint, good drink, man. Shout out to 2 Chainz, man. Like, it's more than what I expected, I'm going to say. The album album's really dope. Um, Easy Breezy, Beautiful, Thugger Girl. Listen to it. Yo, man, I, I don't, I don't think there's a point. Where, I don't think Young Thug can make bad music. I don't think he can make bad music. That's the point I'm at with it right now. Like, it's different. 
but it's not shit and you just gotta you just gotta ride to it just smoke in your car drive and just ride to it man and that relationship song with future is hot um I can't remember. There's another like another two three songs that I fuck with on there. But yo man, I I, I like Thugger man. I like what he's doing. Um, man, Toronto music man. The the, the up Twins with my team and YS man. That's that's a banger. My team, you go listen to that. And I want to give another shout out to French once again, man, because that unforgettable with him at Swaley. What whatever I don't know, man. Whoever made that beat, I I'm, I'm I don't know who it is, but. That song really might be like song of the the year, like like up to right now, because I have not heard a shit remix of that song. Like that beat is so crazy. Like I have not heard a shit remix. I've heard so many remixes to that song from Toronto artists, from American artists, English artists, and I have not heard a shit song. So like that beat, you can just ride that wave. It just makes you feel good, man. Shout out to French and Sway Lee. Like like I th- I thought I was falling off that song, but the summer like summer coming and you when I hear that beat, I just get. I get into that zone, man. Like French definitely, he knew what he was doing. Like that, that was a big move, man. He gonna be forever relevant this summer, man. Um, what else been popping? Uh, the NBA is trying to shake itself up, man. Um, I like what the Lakers are doing right now. A lot of a lot of teams are trying to retool up and 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 trade their draft picks to to shape the team up. Not that it's gonna matter next year. Um, but the Lakers traded D'Angelo Russell and Timothy. Mozgov for the 27th pick um, to the Brooklyn Nets and Brooke Lopez. The deal on paper don't really look too good. Like, obviously, if D'Angelo Russell comes out to be a star, you're going to look crazy. But that, that that guy, he has bad energy to me. I don't think he fit in L.A. I don't think – I feel like he's going to he's gonna find his feet a while from now. You know what I mean? Maybe in the East where he's playing a lot less um, – a lot easier competition, easier guards, but – he, he has bad energy. I don't know. So he wasn't really showing any real potential in the Lakers. So I feel it's a good trade. They got Timothy Mozgov off the books. Uh, um, that's like $60 million owed to this guy. So that's good. That's good right there. Brooke Lopez will be a free agent by the end of next year. I like what the Lakers are doing, man, to be honest. And they're trying to put themselves in position to at least be competitive again, at least have good players again. Um, Paul George wants to come. So I'm excited about that. Uh and we might be able to get him this year, they're saying. Uh, I heard that we be, could be able to maybe trade Jordan Clarkson or Julius Randle to, with a pick for um, Paul George. That's I think that's amazing if we can get Paul George. That Paul George, Brooke Lopez, obviously just for this year, Brandon Ingram. It's, just, it's, it's nice on paper. Like Compared to what we've had, Luau Dang and all these guys, man, the Lakers have been looking looking really bad. So it's just happy. I'm happy to just see them on the up and up with anything happening. You know what I mean? But... Julius Randle and Jordan Clarkson, those are players I actually like. Julius Randle, we haven't really seen his full potential yet, and I feel like he's he has star potential. I feel he's going to be something good. So I don't know about trading him, how how well that's going to work out, but got to do what you got to do if we if we talking Paul George, you know what I'm saying. But um, uh, what else been going on? This is actually funny. This is actually funny. Um, Dwight Howard got traded last year. Like he got he signed a new deal with the Atlanta Hawks, which is his hometown. I think he got like 80 mil, 20 mil a year. And now he's gone again. Like, this is just, I'm just happy this is happening because, yeah, I guess number-wise, accolade-wise, he's a Hall of Famer. But he, for the last six, seven years, he's been hot shit. Hot shit. Trash. The nigga has been getting paid over $20 million for the last six years. And he has done nothing but just be a, 
just just be a name and be a big person. That's it. Now I, you know, you know where he got traded to. He got traded to the Hornets for Plumlee and a pick. Michael Jordan, God bless. Like uh, maybe you're trying to just just focus on defense, just have him being your defensive anchor. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't. I don't see what's the point of paying this guy or getting Dwight Howard. He's shit. He's probably just gonna have another four kids in in, in Charlotte. I don't know, man. I don't know what Jordan's doing over there, but he, hey, he still got he's he's still getting his money. He still got three year, three more years on his deal. But I know he must feel like shit. He he just moved back home, thought this was gonna be probably be where he retires, and then Atlanta just pulled the plug and was like, "No, nah, we can't do this anymore." That's crazy. That's funny actually. But um, yeah, man. Um, I actually read an article about today that you know they're talking about how LeBron James can leave um the Cavs by the end of next year. Um, by end of next season, and be a free agent. And I, I read that Kyrie Irving was saying if LeBron leaves, he's out of there. I'm so happy to hear that because before LeBron got there, I, I've been saying he should get out there. And I remember Swanson was always like, "Nah, nah, he's stick it out." You know what I mean? But he, 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 if they're saying if he leaves, he'll go to Chicago Bulls, and I think that's great. I think. That's a big city for him. I remember Jimmy Butler always saying he wants to play with Kyrie Irving if he could pick a player to play with. That's a it's a big market for him. I, I think he'll do well there, man. And I, I would love to see Kyrie in another environment so people can stop saying, "Oh, but LeBron, he he's only he's 24 now." Like you know, what I mean, when he was in the league and playing with those bums and not winning, he never had real teammates. He had Mike Brown coaching. You know what I mean? So, can you really fault him? And then he had David Blatt. So, man, I don't know. But we're going to see, man. We're going to see what, what happens with the league right now. Not, nobody's really touching the Golden State Warriors. Kevin Durant's about to take a pay cut to make sure that the whole team stays together. So, you know, for the next three, four, four years, we're going to be seeing the clip. I mean, the Warriors in, in the finals. But it's just funny. I, I just like to see all this stuff going on in the offseason because it's exciting. You know what I mean? To see uh, who can pair up together and at least do something. You know what I mean? Um. Chris Paul's looking to go to the to the Rockets. I don't I don't know why he he would do that. I don't I don't get that either. It's just so much so much nonsense going on. Kyle Lowry um apparently like, there was an article that came out said Kyle Lowry has zero interest in signing with the Toronto Raptors. Um, that he he's been unhappy with the Raptors' progress over the last couple of months. They were just saying a lot of crazy stuff about it, and what, I believe the article to be honest. But Lowry came out and tweeted said, "If you don't hear it from me, don't." Don't believe it. None of this shit's true. To be honest, man, Kyle, man, you 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 just saying that because you want the two hundred million. You don't want to be here, man. You said you want to compete for rings. I don't know who you are and who would if anybody considers you a missing piece. I don't know what rings you're gonna go compete for, but he's just he's just saying that, man. Like I I I, I truly believe he doesn't want to be here, but but he'll only stay for the max. And I pray to God, Masai Ujiri does not give him that max. You know what I mean? Um. He can go take his talents to, to Philadelphia, go play with them or something. I don't know. He can go somewhere else. But a, a city like this, Toronto, with a major market, that's the thing. He will never get this love again anywhere else because he's not going to go to L.A. He's not going to go to um, New York. Maybe New York. Maybe Kyle, um, Phil Jackson might might take him to New York. But he's going to have to go to – he'll never get the love he got here in the dot because he's not that good. And Toronto, we, we just support so much. We show so much love. That even if you're not that good, we're going to appreciate you. Like, I've seen how we treat Amir Johnson out here. Like, he's royalty. And he, he left his heart out on the, on the court at all times. He played hard. But we treat niggas like, like they won us a championship. You know what I mean? So, 
I, I would love for Kyle Lowry to get the fuck out of here and, and for the Toronto Raptors to start a new rebuild because, like, the East is getting tough. Like, the Celtics are trying to get Paul George. They're trying to get Jimmy Butler. There's so many things happening, and they've they've just traded their pick away. And then, you know, so they traded their pick to the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, there's it, a lot going on. So um, I feel like the Raptors really need to retool up right now because if they don't, they're going to – they're not going to be that top three, top four team next year if, if they don't retool up right now and they don't. Blake Griffin said Toronto is one of his favorite cities. I don't know if that means he wants to come here. I don't even know how much that, that of a change that could make. I think I'd rather have Ibaka on the team than Blake. You know what I mean? I feel Blake's kind of overhyped. Yeah, he can dunk out the gym. He can pass. He can do everything. He can shoot the three. He can do everything, but he can't do everything well. So that's my, my thing with him. Like I don't think he's exceptional. at. Th- he's not a good three-point shooter. He's a he's a good passer. I don't think he's a good rebounder. I don't think he's a good post up player. I don't think like he can just do a little bit of everything, and then Chris Paul can make you look a lot better. So I don't know how that would work with him in Toronto. He he, he might he might be doomed after this after he he goes somewhere else because I don't think he's that great either. You know what I mean? With the league evolving and all these new players coming in, Carl Anthony Towns he better find his own feet. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, but I think I think the league's the league's gonna be interesting as far as the draft coming up. I feel like I, I'm I truly be like I feel like Paul George could be a Laker by the by the time the season starts, man. So, so I'm looking forward to all the headlines coming out and all the all the trade rumors and stuff. You know what I mean? So we can see how exciting the league can be next year. Not that it not even though it's a foregone conclusion. You know what I mean? Unless the Cavs can tool up, and I don't see that happening. Kevin Love is not going to get you that much. You know what I mean? That That's the thing. Everybody's saying the Cavs can get these players, but I don't think Kevin Love is going to get you that much back. But, um, you know what I mean? It is what it is. On another note, you know, before I close out the show, man, yo, I pray that I pray Toronto we stay at peace, man. You know, we've seen Drake and Tory Lanez make up. Um, Yo, I pray. I hope. I hope everything stays the same, man. Because um, they're saying I, I read somewhere that Drake. They're saying Drake's dating um the weekend's joint Bella Hadid. You know what I mean? She's a she's a nice a nice bad little joint. You know what I mean? But I would I would hope not. You know what I mean? Unless the weekend's cool with that. If he's cool with that, then God bless. Do you, brother? But I wouldn't want another situation. You know, we see how um the weekend's dating Selena Gomez, and all of a sudden um Justin Bieber thinks he can call the weekend's music whack. You know what I mean? But if the weekend's cool with it. Which he might be, you know what I mean? Then, then more power to Drizzy, man. But me personally, I'm I'm a guy that I'll just stay away from that, you know what I mean? But anyway, I'm not Drake. I don't have Bella Hadid or whoever throwing the pussy at me. But me personally, I try my best to stay away from those, you know what I mean? Like other niggas, bitches and shit, ex bitches, whatever it is. Because even like niggas will say something, but they don't really mean it, you know what I mean? So just try your best to stay away. There's a lot of pussy out here, but hey, man, if he's cool with it. More power, my nigga. Six God, you know what I mean. But um, that's just that's just another thing out there, man. Um, shout oh, congratulations to to Jay and B. You know what I mean. They, they had twins. We don't know the sex. I heard they're premature, but you know what I mean. I heard they're healthy and stable. So God bless them. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I just want to say once again, man. Rest in peace to Prodigy, man. Rest in peace, man. Like. We got to understand how life works, man. We got to understand that, yo, people are here today, gone tomorrow, gone in that same day. You never know, man. So, like, I try to my best to never hold grudges, yo. I, I really do that, honestly. That's something I really take pride in. I don't hold grudges, man. It's if I, either I let it go or I don't. And and I'll never forgive you. And, that's just how, and, I, and I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? So, 
if you if you have somebody you feel like yo you want to communicate with man and you haven't communicated with them in a while and you know you feel things is off reach out man show love man cuz you never know you never know when that person is going to be gone you know what i mean and also another thing to take from this is just to create a legacy man do something with your life that you're happy with like if you read please i really want everybody to read prodigy's my infamous life book he did what he wanted to do man he loved his life he loved mob deep he loved queensbridge you know what i mean like if you he really made a lot of sacrifices for mob deep if you really read that book man he did a lot of things like you know, show money, stuff like that. He wouldn't put out an album. Like, he kept their business right. He did a lot of things, man. Like, it's just me. Create a legacy for yourself so that when, when you go, you leave something on this earth. You know what I mean? Prodigy will never be forgotten. Like, his name's etched into hip-hop for life. You know what I mean? He's a legend. His music will forever live on. Like, what him what him and Havoc did with Mob Deep, man. You know what I mean? Um I'm telling you, man, Thun Language just put on for Queensbridge, you know what I mean, with Nas, like, it's just a time in hip-hop that was just a golden era, like, when, especially just to be from New York, like, these guys, these guys represented, man, real shit, like, they really did, man, Prodigy represented, man, I, uh, Mob Deep, so many classics, Eye for an Eye, man, Nas and, Nas and Raekwon, like, Shook Ones, you know what I mean, like, these are just classics, give up the goods, like, these are, these are the tracks that we all know, like, that everybody knows if you're a hip-hop fan. Like, maybe you don't have to be the deepest Mob Deep fan, but they have those tracks that you gotta fuck with. Quiet Storm. Like, what are we talking? Like, nah, man, we gotta, man. Rest in peace to Prodigy. Rest in peace to every hip-hop legend, man. Real shit. Um, rest in peace, man. We just gotta appreciate life and live life to the fullest, man. And and fuck all, fuck sick cell, fuck cancer, fuck all these diseases, man. We got to stay healthy, man. And that's that's why it's kind of sad to actually hear this because he quit the drinking. He started working out. Like, he did all this shit. Like, you read the book. like he, And he felt better. He would, he would hear him say, say that. Like, yo, I feel the healthiest I've ever been in my life with the sick cell. And for him to go out to it at 42 years old, man, just shows you that life... We're in control of certain things, but we're in control of the, of the overall. You know what I mean? So... Rest in peace, man. Legends never die. Legends live on forever, man. So rest in peace, prodigy. It's, it's too real. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for themselves in his land. We be gunning and keep them shook crews running like they supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face. You're in the wrong place. Cowards like you. Just get their whole body laced up with bullet holes and such. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Your simple words just don't move me. You're minor, we major. You all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player. Don't make me have to call your name out. Your crew is featherweight. My gunshots will make you levitate. I'm only 19, but my mind is older. When the things get for real, my warm heart turns cold. Enough nigga deceased, another story is told. It ain't nothing really. And yo, done sparked the Philly So I could get my mind off these yellow back niggas While they still alive, I don't know, go figure Meanwhile, back in Queens, the realness and foundation If 
I die I couldn't choose a better location when the slugs penetrate You feel a burning sensation getting closer to God In a tight situation now Take these words home and think it through Or the next rhyme I write might be about you Sunday show Cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks Scared to death and scared to look They shook Cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks